welcome to Taste of the Town, Toast of the Town. See, I never know where I am. It's Toast of the Town. Well, it's the new Christy dig. And Mel. It's the new dig. It's the new dig. Oh my gosh, we love this studio. Oh my gosh, you're beautiful. They, I know. They are. Look at that's awesome. all texturing, too. I know. I mean, even that's nice. Like, it's all half looting in here now. I know. I it's know. Nice. We can't just bring in our slugs. No, no. So we've got. We're going to have to ban some people now. Yeah. We- <laughs> That lumberjack guy that keeps hanging out with us. <laughs> anyway, um, so uh, we have we have to have highfalutin guests, and we're starting off a great. I today. know, I know. TV We've stars. Some, I know. It's it's so exciting. I know. I know. Anyway, I know. anyway, we have a lot to talk about. We first. do. We We've do. Got, and and a part of that so is many because great coming up right here, as I just heard from the heart of Conroe, Texas. Yes. Uh, we have a lot going on. Yes, we do. A lot of events coming up. So this mm-hmm. past weekend, we were at the Metrico Texan Dance at we the were. Weston we Hotel. Um, and Mike, you know, feel free to tune in. But man, what a great event! It so was a fun. great event. You had a slouch photographer. Yeah, I know. I haven't even seen she pictures just, yet. I know. She just can't get the same <laughs> pictures done. But it was uh, it was a fun event. Raised a lot of money for scholarships um, for Houston Livestock Show and Radio through the mm-hmm. Metrico Texan Committee here for the Connor Willis in the Woodlands. So great event. Lots of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a good time. And, you know, it's kicking off the holiday season, believe it or not, but at least the temperatures are now feeling like I know. Well, you know, it, we, we just kind of skipped fall. Yeah, Just kind of went from summer right to winter. Yeah, you know, they just came in dosy doing through the door together. Because, you know, t- next week it's going to be back up to 80, so. I know, well, 70 So we're going to just enjoy, enjoy it while we can. Yeah. But, yeah, we do have some events going on. So we've got a little event going on tomorrow evening um, out on the lake. Do we? Yes, we do. A little tour of Tuscany. Sure do. I know. It's going to be exciting. I, I like really blanked out. For <laughs> what is she talking about? Yeah, so uh, it's going to be the working on it for weeks. Tour of Tuscany for uh, Councilman Dwayne Ham. He's yes. um, throwing his annual shindig out at the Water Point uh, Lake Water Point venue, but yes. it's right next to Water Point Marine. Yeah, there you go. And uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. I know we've still got a few tickets that are still available. So a few, a few. Um, if you would like to come, it starts at 630. It's going to be great dinner, great live music. Of mm. course, the wine will be flowing. because Motown hits. Yeah, it's going to be stuff. it's going to be a good time. So mm-hmm. you can come out and join us at 630, and, and you can even buy those tickets at the door if we have some still available. Mm-hmm. I know. So that's going to be fun. Uh, we have a little event coming up on Saturday, too, that we're going to talk a little bit more about here in a minute. But we've got the Texas Custom Knife Show that's going to be going on at the Montgomery County Fairgrounds, and that starts at 10 o'clock. It's going to be lots of fun. Um, can't wait to tell you more about this great event. It's really one of those things that it's hard to believe we're getting this kind of, of show in Conroe now. Yeah. You know, yeah. just the way that, anyway, it's going to be great. Um, also going on Saturday night is the Lighting of the Doves in Town Green Park. If you've never Aww. been, it's such a beautiful way to kick off the season. It is. Um, it's going to be Somebody so nice said it's feel like nice. the 35th Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. It's a that made me feel like really old. Like, I remember the first one. Oh, I so don't, sad. but I could. Like, no, physically, no. I could. I just don't. <laughs> <laughs> Um, gray, disappearance of gray men. Yeah, yeah. And then we've got um, next week, of course, we've got Thanksgiving on Thursday. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So we have a little event going on next Thursday that it's my favorite day of the year, um, other than every Wednesday that I get to spend with you, of course. Of course. Uh, but we will be doing, uh, the Friends of Conroe is joining up with the Salvation Army for a feast with friends, and we're going to be serving all of our neighborhood guests and friends that want to come spend uh, Thanksgiving with us. We're going to be serving from 11 to 3. We're anticipating about 3,000 people that will be coming out for that. Mm. Um, It's going to be a lot of fun. If you want to volunteer, we obviously still have volunteer opportunities available. 
Um, even prep, if you want to come out early and help us set up and get ready, you can do that. If you want to stay and serve, you can stay and do that. But it's become a family tradition of ours to serve others before we serve ourselves on Thanksgiving. So if you would like to say, uh, you know, start that same family tradition, my kids come out, like you can bring the kids. It's just mm. a really, really awesome mm-hmm. event. So that's coming up on next Thursday, the 22nd. Um, obviously on Thanksgiving Day. And then come looking forward, we've got the 27th, which we've got the Conroe tree lighting here in downtown Conroe. I know. And what is after that? Oh, my gosh. It's going to be so much fun. And we've I got, and then we've got a great event at Pacific Yard House that night, kind of celebrating the tree event and, this, and the Conroe Christmas celebration. And it's going to be awesome. Santa? And Santa Nate is going to be at Pacific Yard House. And we're going to have some hot cocoa and some uh, hot cider, cider and and all kinds of good stuff. Candy so that's coming up. Yeah. All kinds of good stuff. And then that same night, you've got Christmas with Commissioner Nowak down at the Woodlands mm-hmm. Country at the Palmer Course. Um, it's a, an annual toy drive. This is such a fantastic event. Oh Always gosh. a great turn. Your toy is your ticket in the door. Um, so much fun. Be sure to mark your calendars for that. And then on December the 8th, We've got a little pancake breakfast going on at Pacific Yard House that's going to be benefiting Bridgewood Farms, which, of course, you know, is near and dear to my heart. And uh, so you can come out for 10 bucks and have a pancake breakfast with sausage and beverages and everything. And then you can save, stay for the Conroe Christmas Parade and the big downtown Conroe celebration that's going to be happening. And they've got snow hills coming in. and Really? Yes, absolutely. Oh. It's going to be a big deal. I usually bring the kids every year. It's a lot of fun. But pony rides and all kinds of free stuff going on and so at some point, her kids are going to look at her and go, uh, no thanks, Mom. Yeah, I think they do that already. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. I just you don't just give them the action. No, you just, exactly. I know, I know. Exactly. But it's good. You know, hey, I'm teaching them to get involved in their community at a very young age. That's right. Well, they're not very young anymore. But <laughs> I started instilling, instilling that a long time ago. So anyway, so obviously we're getting into the holidays. Lots of fun stuff going on. So be sure and, ch- and uh, follow the Moxie Facebook page, if you will. We're going to keep you updated on all these upcoming events, and yes. I'm going to go through and add in all the comments all of these things that we're covering with all the links and everything so you can easily really? go and find everything that's going on. Yes, I am. Well, shoot me a picture of that page so I can follow behind you and make oh. sure you did it. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> you know me well. Anyway. No, I'm just teasing. So going back, so uh, we've got we've got one of our guests here with us today, and we're, we're going to talk to Mr. Mike Thomas here for a second. Because we want to jump into talking about this knife show. Now, we're going to do a little bit of an introduction. We're not going to get hard and heavy because we got to take a break here in just a minute. But um, how are you doing, Mr. Mike? I'm good. Good. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. It's good to see you. You too. Um, so thank you for joining us here in downtown Conroe this morning. It's exciting to be here, it, watching the, the fresh paint still dry on the walls here. It's this amazing. Great. I know. It smells it, too. <laughs> I know. Yes. It's a good day. And it's such a gorgeous day outside. Oh, my I gosh. I know. So... Tell us a little bit about how you got involved with the Texas Custom Knife Show. So Guy Harris is a, is a friend and now a partner of mine. Guy mm-hmm. is right here. Uh, one of the, uh, was right here in the Woodlands. Yeah. Uh, a longtime knife maker um, and just uh, has really enjoyed and embraced the craft and has done it for, for years and years. Mm-hmm. Um, the History Channel, a few years ago, um, they're in their fifth season of this television show now. So going back about six years or yeah. so. Um, he was one of the uh, the knife makers that was contacted by the network uh, to film a pilot episode, just to, to, to debut yeah. and take a look at this concept right. for a new TV show. So, so Guy Harris went out to the studios and, uh, and, and, and appeared on the pilot episode. The History Channel Network picked up 
right. the show, obviously. Which is called Forged in Fire. Forged in Fire. Yes. Um, and uh, so it is a reality TV show that has uh, really caught fire, pun intended. Very nice. And uh, <laughs> it just has a huge fan base, a huge following now. And in fact, uh, now that I said, it, you know, like I said, it's uh, through five seasons going into six, uh, Texas actually has more contestants and champions that have appeared on this television show than any other state. Wow. So that's some not good surprising. bragging right now. Yeah, we like our nice. We're kind of that way. Nice and good. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of our thing. So Guy came back um, and appeared on uh, episode six mm-hmm. in, the, in the first season and actually was a champion. He Excellent. He a winner. Wow. Uh, like several of the guys have been. So we got to talk in him earlier this year. And with all the fans and interest that, uh, that this show has, we said, well, let's just uh, let's do something with more of a local flair that uh, people around Houston and around Conroe can come out and see and check it out. Mm-hmm. So we're actually going to have eight uh, contestants who have actually appeared on the show. Wow. Several of them. Wow, excellent. Uh, and they're going to be um, live and on display and cool. showing you what they do. That's awesome. Hey, Mel, we can get some shanks made. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> just to have. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, well, I can't wait to talk more about this. I know this is going to be so exciting, and I know y'all got so many things lined up for the entire day. It's going to be super-duper exciting. Um, and I know that we've got some guests that we're actually going to be having join us. Mel, are you going to join us? Me? Uh-huh. <laughs> I was looking up information. Of course I'm going to join us. <laughs> Sorry. We're a little bit off kilter today, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but you know you know how I am. I mean, I, just I, know. Got, I get a little... Getting your, getting your oxygen. No. I know. <laughs> I know. Oxygen. Anyway. Okay, so we're going to take a quick little break. We're going to reset. You know what? You know why? Yeah. You know why we're off today? Because we don't have our glasses. Because we don't have our glasses. I'm going to take care of that real quick. Please. Okay. All right. Well, thank y'all for listening and being patient. With Toast the Town with Christian Mel, we'll be right back. Those of you who like your partners, your gumbo, and your music salty, well, we're here to help with the music. Julian Shea here, host of Lone Star Country Nights Thursday, your weekly dose of roots and Americana and all the music that makes this part of the country special. We stir in western swing, honky-tonk, zydeco, Texas blues, outlaw country, and put a pinch of red dirt, and then we smoke it over a slow fire. Then listen to the results Thursday nights on Conroe's 104.5 and 106.1 and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Lone Star Boxer Rescue is a nonprofit organization serving Montgomery County and surrounding areas dedicated to the health and well-being of the boxer breed. Lone Star Boxer Rescue is run and managed 100% by volunteers since 1999. Our main objective is to rescue, rehabilitate, and rehome boxers that come to us from many sources, including local animal shelters, owner surrenders, and strays. For more information about Lone Star Boxer Rescue, visit our website at lsbr.org. A Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show with monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936 647 3776. 
to take your first step into the radio world. Hey, Montgomery County and online listeners. Thank you so very much for checking out Jazzy Vibes with Soul. What? You haven't done so yet? Well, you've got to tune in. Hi, I am the host of Jazzy Vibes with Soul, Miss Cece Holmes, and I invite you to check us out every Friday and Saturday from 7 until 9 p.m., where you will get the best in old-school R&B and, of course, a little smooth jazz to make it jazzy. So tune in. That's right, tune in. Every Friday and Saturday right here on Conroe's 104.5 and 106.1 FM or worldwide at IRLongStar.com. Statistics show that one out of every six Texans struggles with food insecurity and hunger. And many people don't eat enough fruits and vegetables every day. The Better Living for Texans program is here to help you learn how to make healthy menu choices, save money at the grocery store, prepare quick and delicious meals, get more good nutrition in your day, and get more physical activity. Classes are fun, friendly, interactive, and free, and taught in English and Spanish. We are Texas A&M AgriLife Extension, helping Texans make their lives better. Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show with monthly and weekly slots available on Conroe's FM 104.5 and 106.1 and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936-647-3776. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome back to Toast of the Town with Christy and Mel. Yes. We're a little discombobulated today, but we're we are. There. We are, but it's okay. I know. New studio, live. no champagne, but that's okay. I, no champagne. We have to just, you know, perfect that clink. Okay. Perfect that clink. So we have to leave. Yeah, we we have to. I, I'm gonna have to go have a drink when we're done. Yes, absolutely. Anyway, we have got Guy and Mike here with the Texas Custom Knife Show that's going to be coming up Saturday, um, the 17th at the Montgomery County Fairgrounds, and we're so excited to to hear. I, mean, I know y'all have got so many great things that are going to be going on it's not just come and look at knives y'all really got some entertainment planned we really wanted to be a family event uh-huh. um we didn't want it like a gun show with a bunch of sweaty ugly guys doing over <laughs> tables and stuff we wanted people to feel like they could bring their family right absolutely uh, so we have uh, some demonstrations by some martial artists we have some competitions uh quite a few demonstrations going on awesome so how did you get into the knife making business um that's like a long time ago <laughs> um, the uh, thank you. Um, right after I moved to Austin around 1990 or so, I stumbled across a book called A Complete Bladesmith. Mm-hmm. Wow, it'd be cool to do that one of these days. So I bought right. the book, had it for years, read it over and over again. And uh, a friend said, Hey, help me build a forge. Well, I'd already been studying it for a few years, so I was like, right. Sure, I'll help you build a forge. Uh, in the process, he suggested I do one for me. And I go, You know, now's as good a time as might as well. He flaked on his. I didn't <laughs> flake on mine. So I've had one ever since. And the rest is history. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. So does your friend that flaked, does he ever like, is he ever like smacking himself in the head going? Uh, I don't know. I haven't seen him about eight years now. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, he still never even did anything with it. <laughs> his loss. Well, exactly right. Exactly right. So what, what, 
What happened to bring about this show? Did you, I mean, had you been selling knives for a long time? Is that how they found you? What was, is there a network that we don't know about of amazing, you know, amazing forgers? Knife, I know. Knife guys. I, I'm curious. Before I got on Forged to Fire, I, I knew there was a lot of bladesmiths out there. But I only knew about five or six guys. Right. Um, now I've met dozens and dozens. And there's, and there's hundreds more that I haven't met yet. Wow. Um. There's, there's a lot of people who do this. Most of them are for hobbyists. Right. Uh, but there's a pretty sizable percentage who do it for a living. Well, and, and, you know, and I've seen some amazing pieces out there, and they really are works of art. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There is a whole classification called the Art Knife. It started back in the 70s. Wow. And it's, they started out as some of the most appalling but beautiful designs you could possibly imagine. Okay. Ridiculous, but they were beautiful. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, they've actually got into actually very functional, yet beautiful knives. Um, and there's some makers from around the world who just do amazing work. Really? Um, that literally, it is, I mean, there's some, Russia probably has the best art knife makers right now. Really? And so do they, are these custom pieces that, you know, somebody requests, or is this something that's, you know, that um, you Sometimes just create? you make what you want to make. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes you get custom orders. Wow. Um, like right now, I'm working on inventory, but I actually have some custom orders I'm finishing up for Christmas gifts. Oh, uh, yeah. This is a great time of year to come out. Uh, every year, you'll get orders uh, at Christmas time. Mm-hmm. So you try and make sure you scramble and get those done. Yeah. Awesome. So um, we have a caller on the line. Yes, another another a- guest. Another another knife guy. Knife. Yeah, as you say. I, I mean, know. because they're listed in the phone book. Knife guys. Knife guys. Yeah. yeah. If you could find one. <laughs> <laughs> so we have anyway, Mr. Chris, um, right? Chris. And yes, uh, are you there? Yes, ma'am. All right. Hey, Chris. Um, how are you doing? I'm fine. And 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 how how did you get involved with this group? I, and that may be a you may want to be careful. That may be a legal <laughs> question in there. I'm teasing. Uh, well, you know, a, a, a series of uh, poor life decisions basically is how I try to describe it. Um, I, I got into knife making through. Uh, uh, martial arts and just a, a love of history and knowing how things uh, function and where they come from and and I really connected with the the art and craft of of just creating and, and making something with your own hands it was just wow. fascinating and a lot of fun for me. So so they were talking about the art knives. Was that a was that a a genre for you or or was yours from something different? Um, the, the art knife genre is, is a constant inspiration to me. However, I would certainly not throw my hat into that category. Um, I, I am more of a functional, I like making functional pieces and, and, and throwing in some, some artistic flair. Um, but it's really functionality with, with an artistic palette perhaps. But, uh, some of the art knives out there are, are, just amazing and and they fascinate me to no end and somewhat frustrate me because i'm like if only i could and and that's what i strive for (laughs) well and you know so here's a question for both of you because you know you see you know knives with all kinds of materials and handles and i mean like knives with handles well you know just just there's a big variety (laughs) of different materials and stuff that is do you have something that you preferred or do you have like a signature you know do you use an because you see them with, you know, antler handles and those sort of things. Is there something that you prefer to do? You like wood? I, I prefer natural materials. Mm-hmm. Um, there's certain types of knives I'll make, like for, like, military-type guys. Mm-hmm. 
and I'll use synthetics because it needs to be impervious to the elements. Right, understood. But my preference is always natural handle materials. Uh, I do more kitchen knives than anything else. Really? Um, oh, I bet. There's a, there's a kind of mm. last vestige mm. of working mm. knives in, in our culture. Absolutely. I mean, people use them all the time. Yeah, all the time. I carry two or three of them on me pretty much all the time. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Chris? What is your What is your preferred? Um, I I kind of run the gambit of of natural materials and synthetics. Uh, I really like having a, a lot of color palette and 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 kind of combining materials. I like combining uh, synthetics with natural materials or natural materials that have been dyed and stabilized, uh, just to kind of give me more color palette and and make things a little more, yeah, you know, uh, just kind of like eye catching. Attraction. And so Attraction. I experiment a lot. <laughs> so, so what you're telling me is, is there's got to be a knife with some bling on it somewhere. Yeah. Well, I, I, I hope so. <laughs> well, I, I was hoping y'all would say yes, or we could do one for you. Yes, yeah, wouldn't exactly. that be awesome? <laughs> oh my gosh. How, bling, how blingy do you like? Yeah, it, it says Moxie down it with you. <gasps> oh my oh gosh. My gosh. Oh, the ideas are coming now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, pretty much anything that shines and sparkly kind of gets our attention. Mm. Yeah. I did one for. Uh, I'm breaking things. Hold on. Christmas gift for for a wife to give to her husband. He was actually an army an army engineer. Yeah. And uh, so ended up doing bone handles and then carved the symbol for the army engineers, which is this little castle. Structure. Wow. Uh, uh, bone is not mean, forgiving. <laughs> I can imagine. So, like, did, oh, never mind. Go ahead. But uh, he loved it, so it was like awesome. You know, mission cut off. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, have there have there been other pieces like that that have been, you know, really special or really memorable that you've made that, you know, or or just such a pain? Uh, there's one sword I made that I absolutely hated. You made a sword? Oh, I made a lot of swords. That's well, Chris has made quite a few swords. Oh, I need a sword. But uh, <laughs> the guy had, the <laughs> sword itself say? I liked, but the guy had all this uh, uh, bling yeah. thing that he wanted added to it. And it's a Japanese sword, but all of the symbols he was adding actually contradicted of themselves. Oh. I mean, the Japanese sword is my first love when I right. started making so, knives. So, and you have to be knowledgeable about things like that in order for it to make Yeah. <laughs> for it to make but sense. You know, he said, they're going, oh, well, this, this, symbol, this symbol means this. I go, well, actually, it means this, and it can also mean this under these conditions. Uh, <laughs> and he just had all these ridiculous symbols because it, it had cool factors. That's when, that's when Google gets you in trouble. You yeah. know, it's like when you get those tattoos that, don't mean what they say they mean, but are you? You did not hang out I at did this not, tattoo but, studio. No, I did not. But I do you? know. But I do know some people. Anyway, <laughs> I'm just saying. What about you, Chris? Any any kind of memorable pieces that were really special or really problematic or? Oh, oh, so many. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ever. <laughs> <laughs> so many, but I try not to dwell on the negative. That's very um, good. I like that. <laughs> uh, oh wow. Now that I'm on the spot, uh, my mind becomes a complete blank. Thanks. Um, <laughs> you're, you're in good company. Don't worry about that. Yeah, exactly. I was just saying, this I is a different the, house. The, yeah, the, most, the most recent, I think, was uh, I had a, um, a, a Fortune Fire challenge with a, a few of uh, my, my fellow Fortune Fire guys, and we all basically consigned ourselves to um, make each other's weapons that we made on the show. And Ooh. I'm... But we had to make it out of a railroad track e-clip, which is a, basically a clip that holds the tracks together. It's a very thick piece of metal that's oddly shaped and, and doesn't want to be anything other than what it is. <laughs> and um, 
I had to make a, a calorie saver out of it. And uh, that one was, it was um, fun, but uh, yeah, it was definitely non-cooperative. And uh, it, it turned out pretty good, but it was definitely a frustrating thing because I, I tried to do it in the time limit that we would have had on the show, and I did it. And, and then I stabbed myself in the leg with it on oh, the way to, ooh, to bring it to the show. That's a fun <laughs> aspect. Yeah, I make things like that. Uh, what? I don't get to do that. Uh, you know, knife making is fun and, and oh, adventurous. Wait, let's, let's go. <laughs> so okay and I, you know there are some things that i can do in this world and there's some things that i can't but i'm wondering have you ever made a knife and thought hey this is great and then like tried to cut some with it and it just like fell apart or is that just not well that was a bad knife am i <laughs> <laughs> um, funniest thing i i lied through my teeth it was great um I'm up there. Um, hey, I can hear me. Hey. <laughs> so that's what I said. Welcome. Welcome back, guy. Um, when I did uh, Fortune Fire, mm -hmm. I actually did the pilot episode also. Right. Um, when I first heat treated the blade, when you first harden a blade, you can tap it like on an anvil and it'll just ring like a bell. Mm -hmm. It's really beautiful. Sound. Is it like just one of those things you just have to have an ear for? That well, you oh, have? you'll hear it right off. It'll okay. just like ding, and it'll just have nice resonance. Well, like I, accident, I accidentally... Mm -hmm tapped mine on the anvil and there's these other smiths who are i mean i'm kind of low-hanging fruit amongst these guys right and i hear this dull thing and i know instantly that means it's cracked right so immediately i hope nobody else heard it and, I put it <laughs> and everybody's like hmm. and then the other guys obviously the couple of other guys heard there because they actually tapped theirs like yeah it sounds good and they didn't mention anything my my knife was cracked oh my gosh i did i kind of the way you have to make what's called a hamon on that knife okay. we're down to temper line runs through it like the japanese sword right well there's a crack right at the tip and it followed that temper line so when i polished it i polished it to kind of hide that crack as right. much as i possibly could because i figured i'm turning it in if it fails it fails under the test right i want to see it fail under the test right it's gonna fail it didn't fail though and i don't know that the judges ever noticed the crack oh my gosh so it kind of snuck it past them I would say that's some that's a little bit of luck, but a lot of skill that came oh, out I, of that. I was, I've, I mean, people, you know, as people have asked, I was, I was blessed. That's all. Yeah. Okay. There's, there's no way that should have won. But wow. Um, but yeah, the <laughs> other one of the giggle. other guys, the tip broke right off of his knife. <laughs> oh my mine gosh. Mine was like, you can do it, baby. Come on. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just channeling all that good positive energy through it. Too. It was like went right through. That's awesome. That is awesome. Well, um, how are we on time, Dick? Are we anywhere near? We're good. Okay. We got about two minutes. Two okay. Minutes. Well, we're going to um, thank you. <laughs> we're going to um, talk one more, a little bit more, but then uh, we're going to take a break, and then we'll be talking about the what's event. going on this Absolutely. Weekend. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so what I guess is is your like whenever you go and you create a piece because you know like we said I think a lot of these are pieces of art and so there's you know a part of you and everything that you create you know when it comes to pieces like that is there. Is there some defining feature where you put a like a little initial you do anything like special? Well, most of us end up putting some kind of mark right. uh, to identify the work. Um, and uh, I have another friend who, for the longest time, he never had a mark, and I just kept telling him, you gotta get a mark. Mm -hmm. you, know, you know, so I know what your stuff looks like, but that doesn't mean anybody else does. Right. Um, and they need to know. Um, and I'm sure Chris has a mark. I know he does. I've seen the stamp. Oh, see? Um, <laughs> I don't even have a stamp when I first was messing around. i need to buy get, get a stamp made i actually just take a dremel and i cut a letter h for my name right <laughs> like 
Three straight lines. How bad can that be? <laughs> and what about you, Chris? What do you use for yours? Uh, I, I have a stamp that I, I am supposed to use, and I very, very often forget to use it. Um, <laughs> I feel your pain. <laughs> little things. Little things. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, a, it's kind of an ongoing joke in my shop. As uh, I go to do my heat treat, and I get so caught up in doing my heat treat that I forget to stamp my blades before I do it. Um, but it's a little dragon symbol um, that some people think is a, is a seahorse. Um, <laughs> I was thinking turtle. <laughs> <laughs> this is so great. See, things you don't know. I know. But but it is artwork. Okay? It is, and, absolutely. And as an artist of a completely different type, there is... You know, there is a, a stamp, a logo, something you want to put on everything just so that everybody, so actually so that you can claim it. It has nothing to do with everybody else yeah. in the world. Just so that you can go back and say, see, it's mine. Yeah. <laughs> well, and eventually when you get recognition, people will go, okay, whoa, that's so-and-so. Yeah, yeah. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So how many, do you have a, a, a special piece that you have, you know, in a great box or, like, do you have your pieces, your winning piece? Do you have that, like, in a great Beautiful showcase. Uh, glass showcase. I have the knife, um, the cracked one. Uh-huh. I actually deliberately broke the tip off and reheat treated it. Right, so you could And it. remount it, but I haven't remounted it yet. But when you went on the TV show, the regular episodes, you don't get to keep that stuff. Oh, they keep it. They keep it. Belongs to the History Channel. Oh. So I was like, <laughs> Have you ever asked them, like, what are you doing with my stuff? Like, they show they... you. They're hanging on the wall. Oh, what? Cool. In the main room, you can see all the knives on the wall. And I guess the swords they like the most are hanging in the judges' room. So Very when you cool. go in, when you follow them in there, it's where they look at things, they'll see stuff on the wall. Yeah. And that's what those are. Well, and, you know, and that's something else. Whenever we come back, <sighs> we definitely want to touch on this event because we want everybody to know all the cool stuff that's going mm. on because there's a lot of cool stuff going on. Um, but, you know, even talking about the, the show experience, would you do it again? Uh, maybe. If you Definite if you, maybe. Yeah, it's like if you would have asked me two years ago, I was like, sure, I want to go back. Crush up, crush up, you know. But now it's like, yeah, you know, maybe. Yeah. And Chris, what do you think? Uh, I, I'm kind of, I think I'm in the same place as guys. Uh, I, I think I would definitely, I, I'd think about it. I would, I, I kind of want to do it again. I kind of, you know, because I, I, I did win my episode. So now right. if I go back, I, I might lose. <laughs> and I, I don't want to lose. I, I kind of, exactly. I like being a leader. Um, <laughs> but, but uh, you know. I, I would definitely consider it because it was a lot of fun and I got to, to meet a whole new world of bladesmiths and, and make a whole bunch of new friends. And, and now we have this, this silly little family that shows up and, and does nice shows and we all hang out and swing hammers together and, and make lots of jokes. And That's cool. it's, it's, it's really, it, it was probably one of the best experiences of my life. Or, well, it led to the best experience of my life in, in meeting all of these guys and and learning so much just by hanging out with them. That is super cool. Very cool. The bladesmithing community is really unusual. Most people don't get the, the luxury of being part of such a community. Yeah. It is super open. When I used to work in kitchens when I was younger, um, you know, you have all the chefs in there because everything in cooking is all subjective. Mm -hmm. In knife making, it's not subjective. Right. You know if your stuff is good or not. You know who's better than you. You don't right. have to talk about it. You just know already. <laughs> no, Not subjective at all. All the chefs are always talking trash about each other, about how much better their stuff is, and that person's incompetent. <laughs> Nobody talks that way in the bladesmith. Yeah. And, I mean, it's, you could go to a strange city and call somebody on the phone who happens to be a bladesmith and introduce yourself. Hey, you know, I'm a guy. I'm from yeah. Texas. I'd like to take a look at your shop. You don't mind. 99 times out of 100, they say yes. 
That's awesome. And most and, and most placements work from their homes. So you're not just going to their shop. Right, you're, going you're going to where they home. live. Yeah. And it's it's really pretty cool uh, community. It sounds like a really cool camaraderie that y'all have, you know, mm -hmm. just because of the love of what you do. That's yeah. awesome. That's great. Now I want to go make a knife. We or all do classes. Blade. We all teach That's classes. So exciting. Okay. So okay. we are going to um, go on a break for just a minute. Mm -hmm. um, and you can, um, yeah, Chris. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much for being with us yes, today. Yes, thank you. Appreciate you. Oh, thanks for having me. I, I appreciate it. And I guess we'll see you Saturday, yeah. huh? Yeah, you'll be out there Saturday. Yeah, I hope so. you got to come out to the show and... and and uh, I'll let you swing a hammer for a while if you yes. want to come by the booth. Oh, I'm so there. You just made Christy say. I know. You I'm really so did. there. All right. I'm going to come did. find you. So we're yeah. going to take a quick break. Stay tuned. We're going to go over all the great details coming up at the Texas Custom Knife Show this weekend. If you're going out to lunch, listen to us on 106.1 or 104.5. Yes. And if your friend is driving, watch us on Facebook. <laughs> anyway. or, or not. Or not. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, thanks for tuning in to Toast of the Town with Christy and Mel. We'll be right back. Health Center Southeast Texas is a federally qualified health center. We accept Medicare, Medicaid, and most major private insurances. For our self-pay patients, we have a sliding scale discount program available. Our health centers have qualified providers and staff striving every day to provide the best quality of care to our patients. Services offered are family medicine, behavioral health services, telepsychiatry, and pediatrics. We have four area locations. Look up the Health Center Southeast Texas online at hcset.com. Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app for your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's Community Radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. That is Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. The Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service has been dedicated to educating Texans for over a century. In 1915, the Extension Program was established under the federal Smith-Lever Act to deliver university knowledge and agricultural research findings directly to the people. Ever since, AgriLife Extension Programs have addressed the emerging issues of the day, serving diverse populations across the state. Texans turn to Extension for solutions in horticulture, agriculture, 4-H and youth, and family and consumer sciences. Extension agents respond not only with answers, but also with resources and services that result in significant returns on investment to boost the economy. Join us Fridays at 1 o'clock for the AgriLife Extension Hour. Welcome back to Toast the Town with Christy and Mel. Okay, so you we don't almost, have any glasses. You almost broke the song, Andy. I know, but I didn't. So we're just going to do a clink. Yes. Clink. Toast. It is. Toast. You know, this is very, very depressing. Good. We're never going to do this again. Like, we got to, we got to. Yeah, we got to have it's a It's my bad. It was my bad. <laughs> anyway, um, thanks for tuning in. We are talking with Guy and Mike, who's trying to hide in the corner, and I'm not going to let him, um, with Texas Custom Knife Show. First of all, if you want to get all of the information, y'all have a great website, correct? Yes, yes, absolutely. It's phenomenal. It's an and, amazing and, website. And can you tell us what that website is? It is TexasKnifeShow.com. See, y'all made it easy even. Texas yeah, lift out some words just to make it short. Yeah, TexasKnifeShow.com. So wow. you can go and get all the details and, and all that good stuff, and I think you can buy tickets in advance, right? Mm -hmm. Right there on the website. Keep it nice and easy. 
but y'all have got so much going on. It's yeah. so exciting. It's going to be a great day. But one of the things we need to, to point out, though, yeah. first, because we were reminded that um, Scouts, Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts in uniform get in free. <gasps> oh, I bet there's some badges that they can probably uh, I think so. earn. Or some of them are kind of rough. You have to do, like, just like a long string of events. Yeah, I know. My son was in Scouts for years. Mm. So, But, I you know, but what, a, but what a great experience to come out and actually mm -hmm. see some of these pieces made because you are going to even have a competition out there, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, we're doing a two-hour knife build, which is just insane fast. Um, a lot of the bladesmiths, when they get together and have what is called a hammer-in, mm -hmm. where it's basically just the bladesmiths, just for bragging rights, they would often do it just for fun, a two-hour mm -hmm. knife build. And you have to make a knife from, from start to finish with a handle, the whole thing, two hours. Oh, my gosh. Now, granted, it's usually a small knife. You know? Yeah, but still. But, uh, you know, and you basically just, like, you know, get to say, yeah, I totally beat you, you know. <laughs> um, rights. So, basically, we're going to do the same thing here. It's, it's nice. kind of fun. And, and unfortunately, I won't be able to, I won't have time to do it. And I really, oh, that's so sad. Really want to do it. It's going to be a lot Next of fun. time. Uh, yeah, make somebody else, you know, drag buckets around or there something. There you go. Like, yeah, you know, do what you got to do. So you've got the, the knife building contest. That's going to be awesome. What else do y'all have going on? I have a good friend of mine, uh, Robert Garcia. He's going to be setting up uh, an actual teepee. Nice. And he does oh, mountain men cool. events and competitions. So for a, he's, uh, all of Saturday, he's going to be doing demonstrations on mountain men type stuff, uh, atletal throwing, uh, handmade bows, shooting those, tomahawks, knives, you know, wow. probably do some flint nap stuff, um, and just all day long. That's what he's going to be doing all day. And he's going to have, we have a little corner set aside for him, and he has his little teepee set up. and He's just ready to go. Yeah. Very cool. And then we have oh, the little excited. kids train. Yeah, yeah. little which, kids train. Uh, they get to run around the place. Uh-huh. And a trackless train. Very Get fun. Little, you know, buzzing around. Yeah. Well, what What about the mountain man? That's what he was just talking Yeah, about. that was the mountain man, Robert Garcia. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then y'all have got some cooking contests going on? It's hard to say. We're actually trying to get the chefs, uh, you know, yeah. in line. Engaged, ready and again, to go. it's that some chefs think there's something hard, special. Harden cats. They always think there's something special. Harden cats. It's food, oh. man. It's not magic. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm excited. I can't wait to see how you take some, uh, how you take these raw materials and create something so unique and personal, you know, and, and I love, I love knives and blades and swords and all that good stuff, but I'm, I don't have a, you know, a forge. <laughs> well, obviously, but I also, you know, if it cuts or, you know, stabs things, and I'm good with it, but you know, it's, there's so much skill that goes into sharpening a blade because I know that I've even tried to sharpen blades before and, and totally messed up. It, it takes practice to get a, get a good feel for it. Mm -hmm. Um, I used to manage a shop in Austin for several years where 70, 80% of our business was knife sharpening. Mm -hmm. So I've actually got a leg up even on some knife makers on the sheer number of knives that I've sharpened over the years. Wow. Um, because I mean, it's literally over a hundred thousand knives. Oh my gosh. That's a lot of knives. Yeah. Uh, so it was like, ah, it's like, I guess you could probably sharpen enough by now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and I've seen that, you know, there's a, a you know, a, a range of degrees that they say is the perfect way to sharpen or whatever. You know. and it really comes down to use. I mean, if you have a chef's knife and you're going to be chopping across the cutting board, you don't want this paper-thin edge. It's too delicate. Right. But you also want some, you do want something like that on something that's never going to be chopping anything. Right. Like a boning knife or filet mm -hmm. knife. Of course you want it. You want it as sharp as you could possibly make it because you're not going to be smashing it into stuff. Right. All it's going to do is cut flesh. Yeah. Which is handy. So, so there's going to be some um, in the knife world. 
some pretty important folks out there. Uh-huh. So, um, well, I might be biased, but I'll say yes. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, the family comes out. Uh, what about asking for autographs? Is it? Cool? It's totally fine. Um, these guys are really good natured, and they love the kids. That's awesome. Um, That's great. There's a good Taking chance, like Chris selfies, was saying, pictures yeah. and all that oh, kind yeah. of stuff. Like Chris was saying, you let you swing a hammer a couple times. There's plenty of times we'll be at events and kids will come up and we'll get them involved in it. Excellent. You know, we'll give them a light hammer so they don't cause any damage. Yeah. But, you know, so it's like. You you should probably give me a light hammer, too, because I could cause damage. Well, you know, probably won't swing it that hard to begin with anyway. (laughs) Well, well, I know that you are also, there's an opportunity for folks to get their hands on some of these knives, too. Uh, There's, well, there's going to be stuff out for sale, for sure. Which is great. Uh, I there's mean, also going to be a charity auction awesome. that benefits uh, the, the Boy Scouts. Oh, that's um, great. So we're getting the, the Smiths donate items. Um, and actually, one of the guys who's a supplier is donating a box of mammoth ivory, fossilized mammoth oh ivory, gosh. which he used for handle materials. And I'm like, that sounds awesome. I want to bid on that. Yeah, no kidding. He's like, man, I can't really wait. That is kidding. very cool. Well, I know, I mean, with this time of year, you know, it's hunting season is upon us. Obviously, the holidays are coming up. And so I'm guessing you're going to have a full range of anything from kitchen knives to hunting knives and swords gonna, and all kinds of stuff. There's really probably been quite a selection. Um, the Because uh, some of the events have taken place over the few, last few months, and a lot of the guys have been, and I say guys only because there aren't going to be any gals there as far as Smiths. Right. But I did invite a couple. They just can't make it. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know. Next year, I won't be saying guys because there will probably be a couple of girls yeah. there. Um, but uh They've been so busy going to some of these events, they haven't had time to fill up their inventory that they sold. Right. So everybody is scrambling right now to finish up custom orders for, for Christmas orders and to get some more inventory back on the table. Um, I know right now I'm finishing up. I've, I'm almost done with the last of my Christmas orders. Mm-hmm. And you can take that as a hint, folks. I'm more than willing to take another order. Hey. <laughs> That means he's got some time on his hands. You know, he can't just sit around idle. You know? No, 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 not at all. Uh, so so the show's going on. It starts at 10. Op- yes, ma'am. Everything opens at 10, right? Yeah. Yep. It goes till 6 o'clock in the evening. So you've got the full day where you can come and bring the kids. That's what I love is that it's it's kid-friendly. and We're actually going to have some music out there. There's going to be uh, several food trucks. Awesome. So, I mean, you know, come on out. Spend it's going to be great. Well, and the weather's supposed to be really nice. Mm. Yeah, warm up a little bit. We were guessing on that one months ago. Yeah. Like, well, at the very least, it's the end of the hurricane season. That's exactly right. So you're going to get a little lucky in there. Yeah, and it happens to be particularly nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, we've got, um, I know that y'all, I see a couple of, of tickets over there that um, that we might be, I don't know, willing to give away. Ah, okay. I don't know. Um, how, do, how do we want to do that? I don't know. We need to figure that out real quick. Okay. Um, maybe we do the first person that comments on our on the moxie facebook page there under the show link the video link the first um, one who can spell buoy or buoy knife hey okay. i know how to spell that well you're the, I mean, I win? the contest dang it you're All doing this it. happens you're doing the contest <laughs> i know story of my life it's kind of like the ring bling thing on saturday night i couldn't play it's very depressing anyway um, I digress. <laughs> I know. Focus. Focus, Chrissy. Anyway, so you can get all the details. You can go to www.texasknifeshow.com. They kept it nice and easy. Or you can even go to their Facebook page. Just search Texas Knife Show, and you can get all the details because you're not going to win and miss this event. This is not something that, that we get to have in Conroe all the time, but I sure hope this won't be the, the last year that you are here. Uh, this is the first year, but we're planning on a second. That'll be Next great. Year. Yeah. We're probably going to do it in September. Awesome. So okay. what 
Do you know what time you are going to be doing or starting the two-hour knife build? Probably looking at around 11 o'clock. Around 11 o'clock. Um, might be a little bit closer to noon, mm -hmm. uh, but we just don't want to push it too late in the day. Of course. So make sure we get out and, there early. And, and don't want to start it first thing because then people will miss out the start. Right, right. That's so exciting. Okay, so um, if you want tickets, uh, the first person to make a comment underneath our um, this particular show's uh, post. Mm -hmm. You get a pair of tickets. You get two. How many? Two. Okay, and if you if you don't want to take the chance of not winning those, then you can go to TexasKnifeShow.com right, and right. you can purchase those. And how much are the tickets, guys? They're eight dollars online mm -hmm. or ten dollars at the gate. See, and so affordable. Mm -hmm. I know. Under twelve or oh, free. And under 12 oh, even or free. better. Oh, even better. Yeah. That's awesome. See, again, makes it easy to bring the kids out. Absolutely, come out and have a good time. Get them screaming and running around, and, you know, troubling other people. Well, you and you know, and, and one of the things too that I love about events like this is you bring the kids out. It's fun. You're having a good time. And the kids learn something, and they don't even know it. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> <Just> you. <laughs> you know, because there's so much great science and mm -hmm. and you know skill that go into making these things. It's it's just going to be, you know. Yeah, and we're trying to actually get uh, some workshops together with some of the guys uh, from the Forge and Fire show to teach certain workshops on making knives or oh, certain certain yeah. aspects of making them, um, not the whole process. Right. Um, and we have one guy who wants to do a metallurgy class on like heat treating, mm. um, and it's kind of fascinating. I mean, but I'm a you know I'm one of these dorks who thinks molecules are cool, you know. Well, I I do too, and you know, and the history behind it too, which is I think is is so fascinating as well. And you know, everybody is is getting all involved in these medieval period shows and everything. You know, why not just jump into it and actually learn how to create something and, and create a piece like it's always been done? Well, one thing that was Again, the dork coming through. One of the things that I always thought was just so fascinating about a knife is it actually harkens back to the foundations of human civilization. Mm -hmm. um, it is arguably the first truly manufactured tool that human beings ever developed. Right. And we've been using it ever since. Without the ability to make and control fire and the ability to make a knife, human civilization would have never happened. That's true. That's deep. Um, and... We get the privilege of being part of that tradition. How fun. And y'all have a good time doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I know. So, yeah, we're going to have to get us a, cost, a custom uh, moxie knife. Yes, set we are. We are. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And, uh, although I'm thinking a sword. A sword? I like sword. I actually have a I couple like sword blades I haven't finished up. They keep getting, I start, I start one because I haven't done one uh, in a while. Like I started making one for me because I never made one for me. Right. And then projects come up, so you set that aside. Then you go back and mess with it, and projects come up, so you right, set it aside. Side. So I've got like probably three or four sword blades sitting in the shop, and I'm going, "What am I going to do with these now?" <laughs> I got one. I go, "Yeah, sword cane. Those are actually legal now. Maybe I'll make a sword cane." What's that? A cane with a sword in it. Oh, a cane, cane with uh, a sword. With an actual yeah. sword blade. Yeah. That's exciting. Oh, no. I got a blade. It's just waiting for something, and I go, "I think that's what it's waiting for." That's awesome. Or it could just be waiting for moxie. I know. Well, you can moxie a cane too. <laughs> And we may need to. <laughs> yeah. Actually, it's not a bad not idea. Not a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, not one at all. I, I've seen a, I've seen a cane with a taser in it that I thought was pretty exciting, but a knife. They're kind of clunky looking, though, aren't they? I don't know. The, the one, taser, I, saw the one I saw was pretty cool. Yeah, the one I saw was like really clunky. It was like they tried to do some space age sci-fi thing with it. So that just looked ridiculous. Yeah, no, no. It's like you know, give me a cattle prod with a handle like that. Yeah, that's yeah. perfect. <laughs> you know. Um, that's so exciting. Well, I can't wait. I'm know we're going to come out there. We're going to come and check out everything. I want to, you know, make sure that whenever we go out there, 
we can do some live videos, show people what they're missing if they're not there with this yet. And then uh, silly people, silly people, and uh, and drag them out there because it's going to be a lot of fun. And so, so Montgomery County Fairgrounds, mm. right? Um, and the pavilion, ten. yeah. And y'all have got free parking, free parking mm. too. See, ten from ten in the morning to six in the evening. Yeah. So come on out. It's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a great time. So go to TexasKnifeShow.com. You can get all the tickets there. You can get all the information. And um, and you're not going to want to miss it because this really is going to be a really fun time. I know. I'm 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 excited. Annie's going to love it. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. It'll be a little dangerous. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much for being with us, guys. Thank you. And thank Mike you. being all quiet over there. Why, why are you so – you're never this quiet. Yes, he is. Oh. Okay. I don't know. Sometimes. What, you know what? We should have brought Rebecca. She would not be this quiet. <laughs> she always does. So anyway, Rebecca, if you're tuning in, hi, darling. Wish you were here. Anyway, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're looking forward to seeing you guys. Um, obviously, if you're a fan of Forged in Fire, you're going to want to come out because you're going to have winners and contestants that are going to be out there, and you can get your autographs, um, get your pictures taken, watch them build a knife in two hours. So much fun stuff coming up. Okay. Yes. So, we um, we have a busy couple of weeks coming up. Yes, we do. And next week we are not going to have a show. I know. We're gonna play a pre-recorded. Play Very a sad. play a play a rerun. Yeah. I'll be prepping turkeys for Thursday. Yeah, I will too. But it won't be here. Yes. I will be over at the Friends of Connors. We're actually having an injection party. You know, Ooh. if you like to come play with Ooh. raw poultry, come and join us. It'll be fun. Are you guys deep frying the turkey? Uh, we are actually putting them on a rotisserie smoker. Uh, we've got 80 turkeys that we're going to be preparing along with a bunch of ham and all the fixings and everything like that. So it's a, it's a great event. Y'all should come join us. Or bring me some knives. Oh. I know. That's what I need. I don't think anybody would trust me with a knife. In fact, I actually offered to be the one to help, you know, pull the turkeys apart and pull everything, but they use, like, the Sawzall to, uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. make it easier. And they're like, yeah, no. Uh- <laughs> Christy with power schools, bad idea. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, so that's where we'll be. So we won't be live here in the Lone Star Community Radio uh, studio, but we will be back the following week, and we can fill you in on all the other great things that are coming and, up. And if you, um, you want to know what we're doing that week, please check our Moxie Facebook page. Absolutely. And if you want to go ahead and get your tickets to the Pancake Breakfast at Pacific Yardhouse on December the 8th, you can go to bridgewoodfarms.org and get those, which is also the website where you can go and order poinsettias if you want to get some holiday plants. Great oh, for I gifts. I know, and they're beautiful. So we've got, I think, six different varieties still available. Oh. Um, so you can go to bridgewoodfarms.org, get all that information. And, uh, yeah, that's it. So it's going to be great. Well, happy Thanksgiving. Well, y'all, uh, y'all don't miss us too badly for a couple of weeks. Yeah. We're, we'll be back. Yeah. Have a great, happy Thanksgiving and, uh, and a beautiful week. Thanks for tuning in to Toast the Town with Christy and Mel. We'll see you soon.